Hello and welcome to episode 160 of the Loud and Proud podcast. It's your free Sunday night podcast. And today it's going to be the usual. I'm going to have the League All About It show. That'll be there for you to listen to you. Um, but first, I'm going to have a chat about the Loud ladies who went down today to Leash. Division 3 champions. It was always going to be tough. If you're listening in or if you had signed up to patreon.com, you would have heard the Home and Away podcast with Alan Hartnett from Leash today, and you could—he was very confident um, of, of Loud of, of sorry of Leash winning that game, um, and it looked to be it looked to be a win for Division Three champions, an easy win in his opinion, but um, Loud were valiant uh, losers to be honest. Um, they went ahead early on through Lauren Boyle got a got a goal and a point early on. And then just Leash kind of took over after that with Jane Moore um, got their first goal, nice side step of goal. But then Kay Flood steps up and gets another great goal. I have the two of them, two clips up. We'll have them up on Instagram now um, in a few minutes. Um, so they should be up at the time you're listening to this podcast. But uh, yeah, Moan Ernie and Aaron Fitzpatrick gets a couple more um, goals. And then Sarah Ann Fitzgerald got a couple of, got five points for them as well. And allowed were relying on Flood and uh, Boyle as well to get the scores. It was just, <coughs> it was a funny one. Like the loud team that started the one change and uh, uh, Neve Rice midway. I think she was a close contact. So unfortunately, COVID strikes for Loud again happened with the Loud Miners and uh, it's just just tough for her to come out. But Emer Bourne came in. He's kind of playing as a nearly a toward midfielder. You'd say and I left Kate Flood inside with Lauren Boyle and then. In the in goals was Una Pearson, Eamon Murray, Sarah Quinn, Eilish Hand in full back line, Michelle McMahon, Shannon McLaughlin, and Kira Nolan half back line, Anya Breen and Denise McKenna who had a hand in the two goals um, in the middle of the field, Aoife Russell and then Rebecca Carr on the two wings, uh, maybe Rebecca Carr was in the middle, and Laura Collins coming out, she was on the 40s, it's hard to really tell. Um, but yeah, just it was a really good effort, really good performance. Um, defended very well, and then drove from that half back line. You see that one of the goals as well. Um, got a lot of turnovers early on. At least were probably the better side, just playing that probably higher standard of football this past couple of years. Um, but you never know that that goal was probably a bit unfortunate at the end. A disallowed goal from Ema Bourne when she fisted to the net, disallowed for square ball. Possibly wasn't. Um, but Leash just had enough to hold off and maybe if Leib might have made a grandstand finish they were down to 14 men at that stage but uh, yeah so it's just uh, just tough for Loud but like they're definitely building like you, you can see it there in their team the team is familiar it's uh, it's it, it kind of picks itself with the sign of a good team there, there's not a big upheaval in players or turnovers there's, it's a steady bunch a steady group like Roshan Cavanagh comes off the bench Eva Halligan showed a Matthews Louise Bourne Holly Lamsali as well there's, there's, there's regulars there and it's growing and building all the time and to consolidate again in intermediate and get playing Division 3 football next year things are definitely improving and then uh, during the week, typical, I would have to not go to game Wednesday night in RD, the Leinster Minor Championship, the first round, um, and Loud Ladies overcame awfully after extra time. It was um, 4 9 at full time. They were um, 
it was a high octane game everyone on to me but did you go or what did you see or did you miss it no I didn't go to the game um, but there were seven up 15 minutes to go and then two points down injury in extra time and then two goals in the last minute out of nowhere so it's just maybe those girls are going to come in and are going to make an impact which a couple of those younger girls have done with with, with that uh, development coming through um, who got the goals I have a list of it down here Pepe. yeah Roshi Maguire got one four Shona Halligan got two goals um, Rachel Leonard won three Abby Keenan won one Ella McIntyre got a goal she's a sister of Ewan's I think Mia Duffy got a point Katie Murphy got a point and Sarah Gilmore so there's definitely bright sparks there definitely score and have an eye for goal that's one thing about us we're very attack minded and if Lauren Bo- um, sorry if Lauren Boyle's partner in crime Neve Rice was playing you never know how that game today would have turned out especially with her pace and driving in again that wind that was blustering across the Midlands today uh, but it wasn't to be and uh, hard luck to Wayne Freeman and all the backroom staff and best of luck to the, the, the loud miners in the next round they're, they're the only team left standing there this is long as the under 14s um, at county level so they were holding the, the, the holding the title long enough um, but that that's it now it's all back to club action and speaking of club action um, this is the latest league all about it show talk about um, walkovers and um, experimentation and wind and second halves and no full teams and fulfilling the fixtures it's 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 a funny kind of predicament where we're at because they're, they're, they're more or less glorified challenge games now at this stage especially against teams you might be playing it's it's tough on managers tough on players and you can see it in the crowds I mentioned that in the, in the podcast so yeah we're going to get into now the league all about show from Sunday which is handy to listen back if you're not able to watch it um, if you want if, people have asked me if you if you'd like to um sponsor the show or get in, to- uh, get in touch with in terms of the championship do get in touch um, loudandproud.gmail.com or info at loudandproud.com or just uh, DM or uh, message me as well or whatever I'm fairly accessible now at this stage but yeah that's it so yeah we get into the, the league all about the show and then we'll, we'll fin- I'll finish at the end Hello Instagram, hello Loud and Proud Instagram and hello Loud and Proud Facebook. Welcome to the League All About It show brought to you by the one and only Cleaning Doctor External Services in Loud and Monaghan. Windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios and driveways. They will be cleaned by the Cleaning Doctor in Loud and Monaghan for your external cleaning services. Okay, so before I, the usual, the way I get into it, I'm going to talk about the results I'm gonna. I'm not really. I'm not gonna talk about the tables anymore. It's not really worth mentioning the way the thing has gone, the way it's been taken out of uh, the kind of competitive juices has been taken out of it. Um, it's just yeah. It's it's funny. Uh, thanks for the couple of comments there. Yeah, keep them flying in. Uh, he is some footballer. Um, let me see. Yeah. So we're gonna go through the results as usual. Then we're gonna get into the games, and then we're gonna have a performance of the week. Like I said, we're not gonna talk about the tables at the end, just with the competitive juice out of it. You'll see that in the couple of the walkovers in Division Three A and Three B. Um, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, look at all the full, 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 full fixture lists." That's strange, isn't it? Considering now the the COVID has been taken out, of. but I think that was the point of the the. Uh, Taking the pressure away would mean to be full uh, rounds of fixtures and full rounds played, but then you see it at the other end now in three, three, 
to fulfil in the fixtures because there's no see the point in them, the pressure to fulfil them overall. So that's that's kind of the the yin and yang of the the kind of the big decision that we're still talking about a couple of weeks on. Um, but however, here are the results. Um, Division one t- today, the Brides twelve points, RD one eighteen. The Dreadnoughts, 2-6. The Mockters, 1-14. Maddox Rangers, 15 points. The Blues, 2-11. Cooley, 7 points. And the Jocks, 1-9. That's four away wins uh, so far in Division 1. Sean O'Mahony's got their first win of the season, 3-9 to 2-8 over the Geraldines at home. Uh, and then the, the, the draw, the only draw, the first draw in a long, long time. The Pats drew 2-13 to the Feckins, 2-13. Then in Division 2, the Clans, 3-13. Roach, 1-11. These are played on Saturday night. The Kevins, 9 points. The Gales, 10. So a point, they won by a point there than Dark Gales. Hunterstown Rovers, 1-17. The Plunkets, 5 points. Still awaiting on the Plunkett scores. If you have them, send them in. And the Joes, 10 points. Dundalk and Ireland, 1-5. That was played today. Um, the other three games were played last night. The rallies in the O'Connells was postponed due to COVID in the O'Connell in the O'Connell's camp, and then Kilkerly and the Finbars that has been deferred to Tuesday night. So Division Three A then the Malachys three seven, the Glide two eleven. So one point win there for Glide. Glen Emmett's got a walk over from the Piercy, and then Lanlear put eight fifteen to one five on the Westerns. In a big away win. Then Division 3B, Stabannon continued a good form, 5-16 to 8 points. Mitchells had a walkover over the Knicks and the Tones had a walkover over the Cahullan Gales. And then the Shawns, they got also hit 5-16. They beat Annamin and Rovers, 5-16 to 4-8. So, yeah, a really, really good weekend of football, even though the, like, the competitive juices are being taken out. You see a lot of teams experimenting, you see their lineups are a little bit. Um, not full strength. There's teams mind themselves for championships. There's uh, even teams mind themselves for for other friendly games and, and what have you. So there is a lot of experimentation going on. You see a lot of subs coming in. A lot of subs being listed and coming in. So the full squads have been used. Lads are getting a run out. Lads are getting their fitness up, and teams are trying new things. Um, the first game, right? I'll st- which yeah, which I'll start with Division One, the Brides and RD. Very, very close game. Very, very tight. Um, Luke Matthews gets the goal and then just pushes the game beyond the Brides who missed a couple of goal chances but were very competitive um, the whole way through. Uh, and then I think it was uh, Darren McCollin that kicked a couple of late points. Um, Emma Kirk got sent off for the Brides in the end and, the, and already kicked on and fired a couple of points. Kieran Kiki Keenan back in. He came in off the bench back in first appearance since he finished up with Loud and he got uh, he got a couple of scores so just pushed Ardy over so not as convincing of a win as it looks um, nine point probably flattered Ardy um, the Brides were fairly competitive in that in that game um, I think yeah Sean Brennan beans Sean Brennan got four four points for the Brides performed fairly strong for them on the wings then the Moctis someone is performing very well week in week out Decky Bourne nine points for the Moctis today um, after they were two points down at half time and the one by six so a really really strong second half a lot of a lot of games have that you see that yin that kind of the contrast in the first half and the second half possibly due to win and others win the air game today um, had a factor but it looked to be a factor there in the Mockers because the Dreadnoughts led 2-2 two, two, 
um, to six at half time. Pat Lynch and Carol Mullen with the goal. Carol Mullen got 1 1. Peter Carroll got a couple of points then as well. But um, the Mockers just dominated. Philly Ings, we got a second half goal. Andrew English popped up with a couple of points as well. So another win for the Mockers. That's That could be five in a row. They'll drop the 10 points anyway. Um, Matagon, the Blues. Um, really tight game as the, as the kind of result shows. Possibly could have been a draw. Would have probably been a fair result. We went ahead early on, but I think it was five one, and the Blues hit us on the counter attack. I think it was John Kermode got the first goal round of the goalkeeper, and then a foot block and a penalty for Ross Nally, who struck it away. And they were, they were leading two three to eight at half time. Uh, it's hard to fully remember these things when you're playing, but uh, we were we drove back into it in the second half. But uh, Robert Carr, Fergal Donahue, and Kieran Downey got a couple of points. For the Blues, just to ease them over the line, but we still made a fairly competitive down towards the stretch and could have, could have got a, could have got a draw, could have got a win. Um, Carl Fleming um, got nine points, really, really, really solid performance from him. Um, really nailed the threes with against the wind and with the wind. Um, but uh, yeah, really good, really good performance from Mark against the Blues today. But the Blues still showing that quality, just getting over the line. Um, Colin Judge playing a more advanced role in the 40 this year and he still still has it still pulling the strings um, along with those kind of younger players that are coming through and still still there still doing the business um, what else from that game Ben McKenna was quite good around the middle of the field as well for Martin before we taken off and brought back on um, but yeah solid display after, but failed to capitalise on the win during the week the Jocks they got another win Away this time in Cooley, one nine to seven. It was five all at half time and a blustery kind of dogged first half in Cooley. Cooley are improving as the weeks go on. And uh, Brian White back in the middle of the field. He kicked three points. Keen Connor got two points. Um, Neil Gallagher's back in goals for Cooley, so um, they're relying on a bit of experience and a bit of youth there. So the age profile, the average is kind of good up there in Cooley, uh, and that was a good performance uh, until Owen Callan gets the goal. Uh, I think it's 36 minutes early in the second half just kind of pushes them on then and just drives the jocks on and uh, Kieran oh, sorry Sam Sam Whelan oh, sorry Sam Mulroy and Conor Whelan got uh, most of the points Thomas Clark got one from the from the from coming on off the bench then in a in a big win for the man he's their first win of the season um, in Division 1 and uh, it was a fairly it's a long time coming because they haven't played in a while it was a uh, Ill-tempered game, a couple of players sent off for the Geraldines at the tail end of the match. and But the man, he's had the bulk of the work done in the first half, three first half goals, 3-5 from Ben uh, Ben McLaughlin, Stephen Kilcoyne and Thomas Rice. Uh, I think it was a penalty from Stephen Kilcoyne. Colin High got a first half goal for the Geraldines and Shane O'Hanlon in the middle of the field got uh, a goal for the Geraldines in the second half. I think he was the top scorer with 1-4 or 1-6. But yeah, playing playing good stuff now, Shane, back in full fitness around the middle of the field, pushing on and going very well. Um, but the man, he's hang on, they were, they were good, they were solid, they, they, um, they probably wanted it more down the key. They they had a very emotional week and uh, you can see that from uh, all the other clubs around the county, um, kind of paying their respects to um, the young Maguire chap. So it's... Um, it's emotional and it's uh, it, it just shows how, how fickle sport is when you have like tragedies like that happening in our local community. Um, then 
the feckings and the pats. This is one. I, this was a late throw in. This is one I was following on Twitter and what have you. Um, the pats went ten points out up at half time. I think I have the score here. It was a two ten to one three at half time. Now I don't know whether it was wind or not or what way it happened, but from ten points down, the feckings dug deep, stuck in there and uh, drew the game. Storm in second half. Um, hit one. Hit one ten in the second half to the pats three points. So really, really, really um, swashbuckling the second half from the Feckins. Um, Jason Woods got two first half goals for the Pats. Um, Ron Holcroft got two goals for the Feckins. But um, Ryan Walsh was unplayable at times in the second half for the Feckins. For the Terran Feckins men. And he might maybe switch over from the Horland squad to Mickey Hart's football squad next year. Maybe he'd be brought in to have a look at anyway. Um, Division 2, the Clans, 3-13... Roach one eleven. Roach have kind of they've lost two games in the spin now, but they still sit top of the table. And um, Mark Newell got an early goal one seven to one three. Still waiting on the actual score for the the goal score for Roach. And then in the second half, <coughs> um, Billy Smith got a penalty. And then Paul Martin he's back. He's back involved with um, he's back not involved back with he always was involved with the clans, but he's back and he's a. Uh, Sharpshooter that he is, he's back in form and he, he got the, the third goal for the clans. So it's a good win for them. They're pushing right up there to win possibly Division 2 this season. and They still have that know-how and that knowledge. and they're, they're picking up a nice bit of win, nice few wins, a nice bit of form ahead of championship. The Kevins were beaten by a point by the Gales. The Kevins' uh, management uh, of Smiley Phillips, I think it was this week or last week, are not with them anymore. They've departed their ways. Um, so the the Kevins kind of went into that game managerless. Um, they were beaten. They were probably maybe the tightest result of the season. Um, the Gales just got over line. Emmett Lindsay put them. He got the first point and the last point of the game. He, he they went ten eight ahead. Um, Gary Shevlin got a couple of nice scores in the second half. Um, but Keen Callan amounted for all of the Kevins nine points. And a really good performance. So we're missing a few though. The Kevin's looking at the team sheet. Shawnee Crosby didn't play, and a few others, well, maybe four or five others. But um, we'll see who who awaits the managerial role there for the the Kevin's ahead uh, of championship as well. Hunterstown one seventeen. The Plunkers five points. Um, Ryan Bourne's ten points. Um, simple as that. They they just had the work done early on. Ryan Ward picked up a point. Uh, Dye Carroll got a score, and then Dean Bourne's got a late goal to kind of seal it. But um, that was a very very one sided affair and a blustery monsoon of an evening in Hunterstown. And then the last game in Division Two, the Joes ten points. The the Docking Ireland's won five. Um, Carl Ferraher got an early first half goal. For the Islanders, they looked to be in control. They were leading at half time. The Joes came out up to the second half. Colin McCall was back in, and uh, Jordan Mack was in goals. Um, just Alan McKenna had a great game. To, nailed his two late frees, um, got four points overall in the middle of the field. So um, Alan's back, showing a bit of form as well, and it's a timely win for the Joes. And um, it'll kind of the Islanders were going well. I think that is is that maybe the second loss of the season. They were going quite well, and then Kilcarley and the Finbars is on on Tuesday night. Finbar still at the bottom of the table with the Kevins on no points. Uh, right, Division Three A, Glide and the Malachies. Um, really good performance with the Malachies. They're really, really improving. They're pushing on. Uh, Donald Begley and, and uh, Royal O'Hanlon got the two first half goals. Um, it was two four to six at half time. 
Uh, Brian Duffy then upped it himself with Trevor Bryan in the second half, fourth lead. Um, Trevor Bryan got a goal. He got 160, finished 160. Barry Brennan got a late goal as well. Fourth lead, he just pushed on, pushed on and, and, and did the business. Um, it kind of swung in the last ten, 10 minutes of that game. Conor Begley got the tour goal. I think it was David Begley who got a black card uh, towards the end of that game. And Clyde came back and pushed in and won that game. So Glenn Emmett's got a walk over against over the Piercy. Uh, and then Lanlier put uh, I'm running out of paper even here for the Lanlier goal scores eight goals on the night thirteen aside Weston's unable to field uh, any more than that so it's just it's just uh, it's it's sad to see that's that's just basically it like the maybe there could be more done or could be more done to help them down there maybe there could be um, a bit more kind of guidance from top table to help them kind of get their players through or keep their players or retain their players. Killian Gregory got two goals, Bob Murphy got two goals, Paul Callan got two goals, and then Breen McGuinness got a rare, wonderful goal as well. Um, and then Jack Maguire got um, the, that's eight goals in total. Division 3B, Stabannon. That man, as you mentioned, he's hopping here on my uh, Loud and Proud Instagram feed. Um, Harry Bortley with 210. Um, that's a standing tally. Um, two penalties. Um, Johnny McGee got 2-1 as well and in my namesake Daniel Bannon got 1-1 as well for uh, Stabannon in a big win over now, you can see the gap is widening from uh, the, the first time there was closer game the first time they played uh, in this kind of return fixtures and uh, Noel Finning got a couple of points and Niall McManus as well um, and then Anthony Briscoe stood in goals. Sean Hapney was in holidays and he didn't have too much to do. The player, the player manager there, went back in as a player manager now. As of last night, Mitchell's got to walk over over the Knicks, and the Tones got to walk over there. Still remain retained their hundred percent record, but um, yeah, very disappointing for them. And uh, the Sean's five sixteen to Animinians four eight. So what's that? Um, Thirty one to twenty points. Yeah. Um, so a comprehensive win there. It was tighter in the first half. It was uh, three five to one three at half time. Connor Russell, Dylan Mulholland got two, and uh, Dwayne Markey got the goals. Four Adam and Rowers. Then Martin Duffy again on form. He got two four. Aaron Miles got a got a goal, and Peter Osborne really in the years with two one as well. Didn't know he had them goals in him, but he was obviously saving them. And uh, the big man from um, Churchtown. So that's the those are the that's the run through of the results, and um, brought to you by the cleaning doctor external cleaning services in Laid Monaghan windows gutters walls roofs patios and driveways. It it's it was it's still funny like this experimentation. Um, no full teams. You can see that in a couple of the results. You see that obviously in Division Three the games just been let fade away. The competitiveness is taken over. The, the crowds aren't as you that aren't as many. They're dwindling. There was massive crowds at those competitive matches. Uh, people were mad to see them. I see people were saying, should we even charge into these games because they're more or less glorified friendlies? I don't know. And there's still some value in them. Teams are getting awful lot in them. It'll probably make for a better championship if players are... Everyone's kind of been rested and minded and everyone's kind of holding the races in their pack to get ready to fine-tune for the championship. Who will I give performance of the week to? A uh, couple of strong candidates, obviously, Stabannon again with a big win, and the Seans, and then Lanier, big wins. 
Um, Maliki's had a really good performance as well. Uh, the clan, they're going really well. But I'll probably give it to the Feckins for that draw, that to come back from 10 points down. Again, the Pats, some some going uh, to get themselves back into the game even. and Away from home, up in Lordship. Really, really tough place to go and to dig it out. Yeah, I'm going to give it to them. Um, really good performance. Uh, that's it. That's all for me tonight. I'll have plenty more happening during the week on the Loud and Proud podcast, patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud. Thanks very much for tuning in. I'll run through just the results again for people who are just joining late and asking. Um, RD118, the Brides 12 points in Division 1. Dreadnoughts 2 6, Mockers 1 14. Matic 15 points, Blues 2 11. Jocks 1 9, Cooley 7 points. Sean O'Mahony's 3 9, Geraldine's 2 8. Draw a performance of the weekend from the Feckins who came from 10 points down to draw 213 to 213. In Division 2 last night, the Clans beat Roach 313 to 111. The Gales beat the Kevins 10 9. Hunterstown beat. The Plunkers won 17 to 5. They're coming into a bit of form as well. And um, Joe's 10 points. Dundalk and Ireland's won 5 from today. Kilcarely and the Bars play on Tuesday. Rattleys and O'Connell's is the only game of the weekend kind of to suffer with COVID issues. The Malachies were beaten by a point by Glide 211 to 3 7. Glen Emmett's got to walk over in the Piercy. Westers won 5. Lanlear 8 15. Dowdles Hill 8 points to Bannon 5 16 in Division 3B. Two walkovers. Mitchell's got a walkover over the Knicks. The Tones got a walkover over Cahull and Gales. Annaman and Rovers 4 8. Deshaun's 5 16. And if I have those walkovers there, you'll see the Greens and see who got them instead of being confused by it. But um, thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks very much again to the Cleaning Doctor, External Clean Services in Laird and Monon. Windows, gutters, walls, roofs, patios, and drivers. Ernie will do the business for you. Thanks for everyone who sent in all the details as well. Um, and if not, if you can't get to listen, if you can't get to watch the show, have a listen on uh, the, the podcast feed. It'll be there within every Sunday night's podcast as well. So that's it. Until next weekend, you'll get the free show on the League All About It show. Um, I will also have a couple of podcasts during the week hard luck to the loud ladies who are defeated as well but that's all from me thanks very much for tuning in and uh, congratulations to the Feckins on a storming second half performance bye bye good luck so yeah that's it that's it for another week of uh, the loud and proud podcast the Sunday night when you get your Patreon ones during the week uh, hard luck to the loud ladies well done to the loud ladies minors it just wasn't to be for the, the seniors today. Um, I'd say at least might go on and win it. Uh, but yeah, that's all the league wrap up as well. There'll be plenty more during the week. Thanks again for listening on Sunday night for the free podcast um, on episode 160 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Good luck. Bye. Sing it loud, sing it proud.